Cat Cosplay here to introduce another fantastic community member from the SheProp community. She is here to talk to us about a very important issue, and I can't wait to get started. So take it away and introduce yourself. All righty. Oh, hello. Um, my cosplay name is Queen of Salt and Rock, but um, my first name is Amber. Um, I live in Virginia, uh, mostly known for my Yara Greyjoy cosplay, but I am working on several others at the moment, actually. Um, and the main reason I'm here is because I am autistic, and I would like to give you guys some advice on how to help your friends, make you guys more aware of some things, and to help out friends who are like at conventions with you that might be on the spectrum. This is a really appropriate time for us to be talking to you because we're coming right up on Autism Awareness Day. And that is, that should be the day that we're releasing this video. Um, and so let's just start there. Let's talk about Autism Awareness Day. And every time we've, every time we were talking about this, you would cringe a little bit at even the name Autism Awareness Day. So can you tell a little bit about why that is a little bit of a touchy name? Uh, it might be just me personally a bit, but I think most people in the world are aware of autism. So to have an autism awareness is kind of be like to have an, a dirt awareness. Like we know it's there, but I think for me, it's more of like an acceptance because people are, they understand, they know autism is there, but they don't really understand or accept it, like how it really works or how the people who have it. It's like, if you've met one person on the spectrum, you've met one person on the spectrum because we're all different. So it's more, I prefer more of like an, ex, an acceptance rather than an awareness is my personal opinion. Okay. Um, talking about how most people are aware of autism and autistic people, a lot of them get their information about that from media and through pop culture. And we're starting to see more autistic people represented in the media. Are there any examples that you have of characters that you think do a really good job of representing the experience of an autistic person? Um, I would say at the moment, um, at the moment, I think the best one that I've ever seen is actually from the new uh, She-Ra that was rebooted, rebooted in uh, 2018. There's a character on there. Um, I'm actually wearing a shirt with her on it in Trapta. She is, <clears throat> excuse me, they actually, the, um, the showrunner, the, yeah, the showrunner, uh, Noelle Stevenson, I believe she said they actually had um, somebody on the crew who was autistic, and they asked them a lot of questions about how to portray her, and I honestly think it's one of the most honest portrayals I have ever seen. Like, there's certain points where she's talking about, like, not being understood, and it just, oh, man, like, I just started bawling because I completely understood where she was coming from. So I would highly recommend that for that. What are some common mistakes that you see in media and how they portray autistic people? That we're all geniuses in some way or another. Like the most, I would say the most famous one probably is Rain Man. You know, the, um, the one that Dustin, Dustin Hoffman played, which that, that was based on a real person. But the thing about that person is he was a savant. Not all people on the autism spectrum are savants. We like, and, Trust me, we are not all good at math. I failed calculus because I don't understand what the hell that was about. 
So, I mean, there are things I, th I believe that most people on the spectrum are like either really good at or have a good knowledge of because we do, we have those really special interests that we just zero in on. So we might know a whole lot about it and it might seem like we um, have like a special aptitude toward that thing, but mostly it's just what we focus our attention on. Now, transitioning into cosplay world <clears throat> and conventions when they fingers crossed start going up again um please <laughs> so want it bad i want it mm -hmm. so bad so bad um what are some things that you wished that neurotypical people know or are aware of when it comes to helping their autistic friends and peers have a successful con experience I would say <clears throat> this might apply to some other people as well, but sometimes I know people on the spectrum, when you get really into what you're doing, you kind of forget about the rest of the world. And like, in terms of like eating, drinking, going to the bathroom, that sort of thing. So I would say just kind of be like a reminder, like, Hey, have you had some water? Have you eaten anything? Cause a lot of times when um, I know for myself, if like, if when I'm really pumped up or hyped about something and I'm just going, 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 and I, then I stop for a rest, it will all just hit me like a ton of bricks. And it's just, that's really not a good feeling and not a good thing to deal with. So honestly, I would say, like, just check in with them, make sure, you know, do you need anything, water, food? Um, and I know a lot of times, because uh, most cons, they can, at certain points, they tend to be extraordinarily loud. And I know a lot of people on the spectrum have like sensory issues, which I do. I would say um, we most likely need breaks more often like I know a lot of times at cons people were like hey let's go out to a bar or a restaurant or something I really can't do bars because of the noise so coming up oh go ahead oh well coming up with al <clears throat> an alternative would be like let's go sit in the park for a little while and take a break or yeah. let's go to the quiet room and decompress for a minute um, so if a person is wanting to be an ally for autistic people outside of the world of cons or cosplay, if they want to give back or they want to educate themselves. Is there anything that people should know about organizations to look for? Um, <clears throat> I would say the best organizations, because I know there's a ton of them out there, can't possibly name them all, but um, I would say the ones that specifically say that they have like, they either have people that work for them or that are like on the board of directors or something that are actually autistic. Rather than people who are like, oh, we're gonna help people who have autism, but we ourselves are not. It's like, no, if you don't really, it's kind of like going to a mechanic that's never had a car. It's like, yeah, you might be studying it and you might know a lot about it, but if you've never actually had it or had a vehicle, then really how, you know, how knowledgeable can you be without one? Is sort of how I look at it. Well, how can you really know what the needs are of a person if you don't yes. walk in their shoes for a little while or have their shoes on your feet? <clears throat> Agreed. The, um, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network is a pretty good resource. Their, their motto is uh, nothing about us without us, which is pretty much what I just said. <clears throat> so I would go through because they could probably have like a, um, a search or something where like based on where you're located, that would be able to um, connect you with some good resources. <clears throat> with the increase of awareness and visibility of autistic people in media, in our society, and with us understanding more about exactly how many people are autistic or are on that spectrum, 
what has changed about our knowledge about advocacy from years and years ago to where we're at now? Uh, I would say it's gone from a lot of, because I know in the past and actually even still today, it's a lot of um, like, like applied behavioral therapy to like stop autistic people from being the way they are and sort of like seen as a cure-all to essentially make us more, you know, I guess what society deems as normal, at least in Western society. Um, Autism Speaks is one of those groups that they're all for like curing and autism is bad and we got to help people with it and it's no good. So I would definitely stay away from them. And um, one of the things they use is the puzzle piece, which I'm sure most people are aware of is seen as the symbol for autism. But most people that are on the spectrum now don't like that because it implies that we're not whole, that something is missing from us. And I think for like, you know, groups that are more inclined toward like curing, they're like, oh, we got to find that puzzle piece to, you know, put it back into these people to make them right or whatever they think that we are. So actually, and I had several pieces of um, clothing that had the puzzle piece and I've actually gotten rid of them because I no longer want to be associated with that because, because the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'm not missing anything. I'm me. I'm different. I'm a different kind of puzzle but I'm not missing any pieces. I'm just a different puzzle. That's really good to know. And <clears throat> I think I think that is an image that has stayed in a lot of people's minds because Autism Speaks and other similar programs were, were the ones that were available for a long time. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't yeah. a lot of options. They got a lot of traction. <clears throat> so that's very good to know. But thank you so much for taking the time to join me today and for having this conversation with us. We are so glad that we get an opportunity to listen to your thoughts about how we can be better allies. Um, is there, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap it up today? Um, I will say that <clears throat> since most, you know, different like groups of people like with like, if you have like diseases or mental health or something of that nature, there's usually a symbol. Well, what a lot of people have on the spectrum that have adopted is instead of using a puzzle piece, they use the infinity loop, but they make it gold because if you look on the periodic table of elements, the first two letters for gold are AU as are, as is autistic. So a lot of times you'll see like the, the infinity loop that's gold. I know a lot of people have seen it with like a rainbow to, um, to represent like the spectrum of autism. But I think personally for me, a lot of people don't like that or I don't particularly care for that because it sort of t- takes away from like the LGBTQ plus community, which I'm also a part of that. But I kind of like to keep those two things separate just so that it doesn't seem like we're taking over one from the other where they're both equal spectrums. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Amber, and thank everybody for watching. Um, don't forget to check out information in the show notes. We are going to share some resources with you, um, particularly resources with or, regarding what sort of organizations to look for if you do want to give or donate your time or energy to. Um, But thank you for being here and thank everybody for watching and have a great day.